Monkey Fuck the Camel. What comes out? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's from? <laughs> no. I think Chris Pratt says it. He, I, have no idea. I don't know. Something's going on. He goes, Monkey Fuck the Camel. What's that about? <laughs> uh, hey, this is Cal's, uh, not Cal's, this is Oklahoma's. That's what we're doing. I don't know. I don't know this anymore. Um, this is a round table, uh, part two of tonight. Uh, Gonzo went home. Uh, I got me, Wiggles, and uh, Nikolai here. Um, so I've been wanting to do a nerdy episode for a while, and uh, I know uh, we don't have a lot of nerdy uh, friends or people that, that really honestly get into things. Uh, I want to talk about the rise of D&D right now because it used to be like hella nerdy and now it's like super high end like everybody is doing it now. Stephen Colbert did it on TV now. Right? It's 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 really popular. I mean, like, I would like, say... Like, people are going nuts for it now. It's how, a thing. It's how, huge. How long ago did I get into it? Like, that first one I did with you. Me, uh, you, and Kyle. Uh, I was like, what, six like, years ago? Six years ago, yeah. Because you were... I was playing for a while. At that I point. think you were still in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, we were. And... So, like, even then, like, I when I told people, like, oh, wow, you play that? Now when I'm like, yeah, I play D&D every now and then, they're like, oh, really? Wow, that's really cool. I play on Thursdays yeah. with my friend. I'm like, you don't look like that. Like, you right. don't. You it's, don't... it's now a, like, it's a main culture thing. Like, have you, I know you don't really. Attractive women now play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah? Yeah. Like, for I, on, real. on Tinder. On I, Tinder? On, when I was on Tinder for a real long time, I would open it up as if they woke up in a dungeon. That's how you know it's mainstream. Whenever I would, whenever, I would, whenever really, when it becomes a pickup line, when, when beautiful people do it, it's mainstream. So, <laughs> you know, in again, like I'm okay uh, with nerding out on this for a half second. Like we can switch topic in a minute, but like, do you think it's just that more people have been exposed to it because of things like Stranger Things that's causing that to happen? Like, what do you think is causing that to become mainstream? So. I believe that I believe every time you say I, I believe, believe yeah like I believe, fucking I believe, I believe, that the handicap no, no, stall and the it, public restroom is the Cadillac of public defecating. Yeah, no, that's uh, I was thinking of donkey. From he's Shrek. not Ron White. What's his name? Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every time you say that shit. <laughs> every time. I'm so glad I remind you of the redneck. I um, mean, welcome to Oklahoma. Welcome to Oklahoma. So. I think that any time you have an awareness of self or an awareness of mortality, there becomes a greater need to escape. Okay. And so I think that's an influx in the fantasy. You have the superhero uptick mm-hmm. where those are now mainstream movies. Yeah. I mean, you all remember. Those kind of y'all predated when, D&D becoming huge. So, yeah. Well, so it was D&D cool to be has had a couple. A it's had a couple of cycles. Yeah, so yeah. it was mm-hmm. really popular during the sixties and seventies. No, seventies no, started. Sorry. So from the seventies, about the time of Vietnam, whenever you had all that kind of stuff going on, everything. Kind that, of, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Vietnam spurred this, mm, okay. and so because you had a cultural shakeup and an mm-hmm. awareness and awakening, you had people that were looking for something different, something that mm-hmm. they could be in control of. It's the story thing. And mm. so people love a great story. So yep. why not give them a game where they can make choices to influence the outcome? As mm. long as you have a great, because I mean, everybody knows if you play Dungeons and Dragons, you need one guy mm. and it's got to be the dungeon master and he's got to slay it. He's got to be I good. Mean, he's yeah. got, he's got to be the dude. Otherwise mm. you don't have a troop that sticks together. Right. Right. You don't have mm. a game that lasts. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was real big 
with a couple of friends. So growing up, I was I grew up in the church, and so of mm-hmm. course, Dungeons and Dragons. It's of the devil. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think that stigma has gone away too. Like I never hear that anymore. It, like, it has a lot, but at the same time, it, it has to do with witchcraft and spell casting and stuff like that. So I mean, I understand where the where where the church kind of takes their stance, but at the same time. You know, it's not the same thing as a Ouija board. You're not practicing seances right. and Dungeons and Dragons kind of things. So yeah, and I think the people that hate it have never played it usually. Usually, yeah. and so here, here's the thing. I think it can be whatever you want it to be. It's just a tool to tell a story, mm-hmm. and you can manifest it however you want. Just because they do it with fictional characters, it's no different than me making right. up people. Yeah, you know. So I was really big into it back in high school, like ninety. You played what three, three, five, something like that. Uh, three. Yeah. Yeah, three is where we, uh, four was starting to release mm. 2003. Was that, was that 03? Uh, 2002. 2002, 2003. 2003. So it yeah. was right before that is yeah. whenever we really got into it heavy and I'd play with my brother uh, and then two of our friends that were mm. also brothers. And we would campaign and stuff like that. And we had one guy that all he wanted to do was smash and kill. That's a lot of people, <laughs> and, dude. And so we would just do that. Like, I would, whenever I DM'd, I would just throw, like, mm-hmm. skeletons at him all day long. Yeah, let him, let him hit just you. Just let him, let him do it. And then uh, I was more of the story player. So we yeah, would so do I. that kind of thing. And so it was just, it was really cool back in the day. But then I got away from it. Now mm-hmm. watching everybody i like people in their mm-hmm. 40s oh yeah easily and 50s well i mean like you had that one with the neighbors oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know and so i mean it's just like all the age all the generations are coming mm-hmm. together and the new one mm-hmm. is 5e, starting to, yeah yeah they're starting to bring in well i'm talking even the gen zers mm-hmm. they're starting to bring in a new aspect to the game yeah. and they're making it even more mainstream See, what I think it is, though, um, that a lot of people, it, it is very escapist. I'll agree with you on that. It definitely wasn't the movie. No. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we knew that I am not giving any credit yeah. to that piece of garbage. <laughs> Listen, man. I mean, Mortal Kombat was better. I Mortal, liked Mortal Kombat. Mortal Listen, Kombat Annihilation was better. I agree with you. That's and still that a good was movie. A ter- it was a terrible movie. It was movie. a good movie. Fuck off. Oh, my gosh. So I told, dude, you should have seen Susie's face. I told her that... Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, mm-hmm. was a terrible movie. You would have. She was like, "I know he's not talking about the movie. I know that he's talking about Kevin Costner. He would never say that." And I'm like, "Listen, Morgan Freeman was the only saving grace yeah. besides besides Alan giving his little one-liners as the sheriff of Nottingham. Nottingham. Yeah, you know him him throwing that in there, the little Professor Snipe-ish. Mm-hmm. But he had someone write that." Yeah. Like one-liners off the script because the script was so terrible. And then poor Kevin Costner's just mm. trying to sell it. He was the most noble. So, Wendell, are you <laughs> Gen Z? What are you? It depends on where you draw the line. Okay, where do you Some draw the line? Some people I'm millennial. Some to others I'm whatever's after millennial. I can't remember. X? No, X is before Z. Is it? Yeah. It's X, Y, Z. Yeah. Just like the alphabet. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, I think you're you'd be a Z or millennial. Yeah, I believe he's a Z. Yeah, some people draw the line at ninety five. Well, other people I've, draw it at ninety six. Like I've seen charts where I'm a millennial what? in eighty two. 
even that. though I was always the end of Gen X. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like you're uh, the end of Gen X, and then yeah, I came. I'm whatever you want to call that. I mean, like, how can I be a my? Yeah, my uh, my formative years were the '90s, early 2000s, and then yours yeah. would have been mid '90s, early early, early 90s, mid '90s, and then high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the reason I ask is that like so. You grew up in school. Was was D and D a thing in school? No. <laughs> Qualify that answer. With what do you mean by that? Where did you go to school? I went to Disney Elementary. No, no, no I mean like uh, high school. High school in high school. Mm, Nobody played in, in, in my friend group. My friend group in high school. Yeah, we did. So let we, let's throw. No uh, one else. Really how many people about. were in the school generally? For high school, what was your graduation class? Well, R- Rogers was different at that point in time sure. because they had gone through where they had taken out a lot of classmen mm-hmm. because they were trying to restart culture and right, making right. a magnet school. So it was kind of up and down in that time. So but what would you 500 say people? your class was? My class, I think, I think I, we graduated like 150 or so. Okay, so at 150, 10 played D&D maybe? Yeah. Okay, I think that's fair. What about you, high school? I know high school is bigger because of Wasso. We had like so 500 and something. I graduated 426. Okay. <laughs> i probably no, say. No, that was his rank in the class. It's fine. <laughs> Just I'm somewhere around 250. <laughs> I think I was probably worse. It's I was, fine. I was an underachiever. Yeah. Um, but no, I was I'd an probably, underachiever. Just I'd probably say there was, care. there was probably 30 to 40 people. Okay. So probably about 10%. Yeah. Yeah, I think in in mine it was probably about the same. So like we we all were probably in that you know somewhere in that neighborhood. So now of people that I know that actually play or have played or have shown interest in playing, not like hey do you want to play D and D, but people who've actually asked me about it because something about my face says that guy plays D and D. I I think the I think I I would say popular guess probably twenty percent right now of people either have played, want to play, or exposed. I, I agree with you. Um, but do you think it was strange? I really think it was Stranger Things that caused that to happen. And then and then at the same time, Critical Role created an audience in the gaming community. I feel but like... I think it was Critical Role, or not Critical Role, I think it was uh, a Stranger Things because how culturally huge it was and people so actually saw it. So I would, I would probably go with where Wendell's getting ready to go. Go ahead and tell I don't me what agree. you think it was. No, what do you think it was? I mean, like, I understand that, like, it... D and D was in that, but we never see them a hundred percent sit down and play and talk you do. about what at, it is. At the very beginning, they're like, "Oh, what do you want to do?" And he's like, "I don't know." It's a Demi Gorgon. Like, one "Oh time. my God, what do I do?" One yes. time. So I would. That's it, though. I think that's all it took. Because I would. I would argue that they've done more for Baskin Robbins than Dungeons and Dragons. That's ballsy. I disagree with you. That's ballsy as fuck. I disagree. I disagree. Why? Because oh, I disagree with you. Hmm? Scoops Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy, <laughs> lady. I've literally ordered that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. I, I, and people love ice cream. But it's here. because whenever I heard about Stranger Things, season one had come out. And I asked him, what is it about? And one person told me it's about D&D. And I went, oh, a show entirely about D&D? It's either bad See, or but it had no one's going to like it. Well, sure. And so when I asked someone else about it, I said, "Hey, what do you think about Stranger Things?" I heard it's about D and D, and they I went, mean, the "No, argument... it's not about D and D. It has a monster that could be from D and D, and they play it." Yeah. That's all that. That's all they said. And they well, said, and I that, think it's that's nothing. the argument. It's, is it's that exposure. They start the, I think they start the game, and then the game is a. It's Jumanji. It is. 
Yeah, that, that's I would argue I more that it. it that game is that that show is based off Jumanji yeah. than DVD. so. I would say that overall, the Comic Con movement has had more to do with the influence oh, of accepting that's a good this question, because yeah. you're getting a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot going on downtown. You have a huge metropolis. You got people that are bored. You got people dressed up in crazy costumes mm-hmm. that a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into it to look like these characters. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's. There's that aspect of it. You're getting the um, overexposure of the uh, Japanimation or mm. whatever you want to call yeah, that. Yeah, that from was late 2000, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, from 2000 to about 2012, mm. there Ball was Z. that huge push with Dragon Ball Z and then mm. um, Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. And, um, what, was, gu- what was the Gundam? Gundam was way older than that, bro. So Gundam's, uh, but I'm talking. Yeah. Uh, see, no, no, yeah, you're, you're see, right. I'm are you, trying to pull are you, this are you stuff out. Like anime becoming popular? Yes. So yes. we're talking like ninety. So you're, you're talking uh, about the the prevalence of weeaboos. So all of this. <laughs> Notice I looked over at Wendell. Uh, are these are these people that want to be Jeff? So that girls? are obsessed yes. with the culture. They are yeah, the, they to the point like the where they're disrespectful. And, oh. It's the point, like I okay. I would be considered. I can't. Not weeaboo. Be you're a. a uh, I would be considered someone who enjoys anime, enjoys the Japanese culture. But I understand. I am American. I will never be them. Right. Yeah. So you're not. They want to be them. They go over to Japan and they think everyone has big round eyes and. So you're not talks. eating at Rapanji and Jinyu and all that stuff every day. <laughs> okay, I understood. It just took me a second. Yeah, to process. No worries. No, no, no. So okay, I can respect. Like, but that. like, I I go there and I enjoy it for what it is and how. Right how we've changed it here. Mm-hmm. So, the Americanization of... Yes. I, I will go to say that I think that between shows like The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. Stranger mm. Things, where you have this you think exposure has of been more... nerd culture, it has mm-hmm. been more exposed, therefore yeah. more exposure means more influence. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I think you're on the right track. I just think trying to single it out to one aspect of mm-hmm. it is... Like like me saying Baskin Robbins, you are like that's a bold statement, Cotton. Yeah, let's see how that works out for yeah, him. Yeah. But but whenever you say it the other way, it's not that bold. Well, I'd also say, <laughs> but that- I think that more people are like, dude, I really got Baskin Robbins because of this movie, versus like, hey, Stranger Things is about D and D is is two different things though. So, oh, you're saying it's a talking point. I think that people it, it became more prevalent because of it. Okay. So uh, okay. here, here's the interesting part for me, though, is that saying. like, you know, with this this coronavirus thing or whatever, you know, things kind of back down a little bit. And I was thinking, I was like, man, I'd like to get a and d group together again. But then I've kind of started to kind of fall out of it again because I got Same. into it for heavy, heavy for a long time. And I say that like, um, you know, it's real hard to find a group when you got a group. It was really, really secure. And like you guys would get together and play. And that was a thing. And then as it became popular you know, you had a lot more transient people who wanted to emulate the options. Well, no, no, not that they wanted options. They wanted to emulate what they saw on TV. Um, and it's not that they wanted to play the game. They wanted it's, to do that thing. They saw. It's like what we, so like they're watching one, one off, which one I'm trying not to name names here. Name names. It's fine. I'm not going to name names. Okay. We, so tell me more about you drove scenario. from, you drove from Arkansas. Yeah. We, it was in here in Owasso. It was a one shot. We mm. fought a behemoth, mm-hmm. or no, a beholder. Beholder, yep. Do you remember? Yeah, it kind of. It was of. like that. Yeah. After after you went, he more along, he follows more critical role. Yes. He follows the, the house rules that they have. He doesn't yes. go book, 
in then his own house rules or like right. feeling out the game. This is how we play. This is what the rules are. Anything like that. It's like I saw this on TV once, so this is how I play. Yeah, which yeah. is understandable. I mean, like you see any superhero movie, like Nick had pulled up. You kind of like I wish I like I've, I've been rewatching since I mm-hmm. we're all on quarantine. I've been rewatching all of the Marvel movies since I've been Iron Man One. Black, Blacklist. That's um, been my thing right now. And I was watching Iron Man. Two, mm-hmm. and there's a uh, a scene With where Ivan, oh God, what's his name? Ivan, the big electric dude, right? It's something Uh Yes, it is. I can't. I, ju- I just watched the other day. It's but, Ivan something, the big. But um, <laughs> Whiplash. Whiplash. His yes. name. His name is Whiplash. Yes. but He's known as Ivan something. Yeah. yeah something yeah. Chenko. Yeah. yeah Shev- um. Not Shevchenko, but something right there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, in it, they're in a. They call him Mickey Rourke. <laughs> In it, they're in. Yeah, a, how fucked up is his face nowadays? Jesus Christ, it's so crazy. <laughs> Anyways, but they're in a terrarium. Botox, yeah, is a poison, dude. Goddamn, for real. They're in a uh, like, like a, holy shit, like a garden. His face just uh, everything. Yeah, like, it's bad. Whoa, Wendell's trying to get to this garden. Yeah, Botox. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they uh, they're fighting in there, and it's him and War Machine just fucking mm-hmm. beating the shit out of drones. And all I wanted was a game where I could do that. Uh, that's all I want. The division, huh? Division. That's not robots beating up robots. Uh, true. Division, but you beat up drones. When? In the new one, the Escape to New York thing. It's a thing. On the, the DLC. Yeah. Uh, so I'm playing Escape I'm, to New York. I'm playing it right now. And I was explaining because I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but going along that is like, I see, I see that happen. I was like, I want that. Seeing playing Critical Role or watching Critical Role mm-hmm. and seeing like. Them actually cry, yeah. Them actually like feel things for characters. Yeah, but they're never voice met. actors. But like, they're voice actors. They're professionals. I understand that. But before this, before they mm-hmm. sat down with Geek and Sundry and were like, mm-hmm. "Hey, we want to do this," they've been playing for two years. Yeah, Geek and Sundry came to them. Actually, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, but, but you get what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. they knew who they were already. Like they were, they had already been playing with each other. Yeah, they didn't have to develop the characters. Right? They didn't have to develop characters. They already had emotions for their characters mm-hmm. and for each other's characters. Mm-hmm. So when they came in online, there was no awkward like, hey. You have to feel each other out and see what makes sense. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. already knew. Mm-hmm. The, you know, there was already backstories and plot lines that we mm-hmm. didn't know about. There was things that they would joke about mm-hmm. that we have no fucking clue because it happened, you know, when it, the game mm-hmm. first started for them. Well, I you think, see stuff like that, and you go, "I want that for me. I see, want. I want to get my friends together and and cry and have those cool moments where like, we defeat a behemoth and he almost dies and makes his saving throws. And mm-hmm. I want that. And then you play for two months, and you're fucking still so, fighting skeletons. The the group I had in Arkansas when I moved out there, Arkansas, Arkansas, was a really good group. Um, we played together a year and a half under under my DM and um and like. It got to the point where it got crazy. Like, you know, people were level 14 from level one mm-hmm. at regular leveling, which takes a lifetime. Yeah. Um, and by the time they got to that point, you know, they had personas. They had, you know, what things their character would and would not do. And they built those those um, 
moralities is moralities probably the right term um it's it's virtuosities le- virtuosities i think is probably right yeah, yeah. where there there are lines and where things they won't cross and values where, values and characteristics yeah at this that point. kind they, of stuff they they have a full-on persona yeah and, and that took a long time to develop and it wasn't an easy thing to develop and like i thought about it and like man every time i've ever tried to play D, i've never been able to get to that point i had that one group that we were able to do it but that took a lot to get there. That wasn't a joke. I mean, that took a lot to make mm-hmm. that happen. Um, and I think the issue is is that I think I'm personally jaded because I don't think I'll have that group again that's going to be able to dedicate that much time to do it. And if they do, I'm going to have people like what you're talking about where it's like I want to emulate something I've seen on TV. And it's not like I want to do this my way. And I so then why learn. not recruit? Well, that's the thing is who are I you mean, recruiting? You're the, but you're the networker. Yeah, that, yeah that's sure. literally what you do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I mean, if that's really what you wanted, I think. You well, can... I don't. I don't know if it's that. That's the thing, though. Is like I'm not sure what I want at this point with D and D. Is that sure. like, it, it's such an interesting thing. Is that um, it's an excuse for people to get, to get to get together and have fun, right? I mean, at the core core point of it, right? That's what people do. Well, it's problem solving without revealing problems. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. If you you're know, the DM, it's, it's it's building those problems. Yeah. Well, what what I'm saying is is that you get to come in with no prejudice, no anything. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a start from scratch. So yeah. To me, I think it's huge in community building. Yeah. No, I agree. Absolutely. And like you guys are talking about, it's it's a connection that you're seeking that Put is it so back deep. In the hole. <laughs> Wendell's breaking stuff. That part's not screwed in on purpose. Because nobody picks it up that high. No. No, if you want to flip it, you'll have to... I just wanted to stand for a bit. My legs were killing me. Yeah, you can... You can You can tilt the mic up. So unscrew that... No, unscrew that piece right there. Yep, just a little bit. There you go. Now flip it all the way up. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There you go. Now tighten it. Now there's two little squeeze points. And now... Ah, look at you go. Bing, bang, God, you're an adult. Duh. <laughs> Speaking of problem solving. Yeah, see how this works? I would have figured it out. So, I mean, <sighs> fuck yeah, dude. We stopped for a minute. I don't know when it was. It couldn't have been too long, though, because I looked at it like three minutes ago. Did you do it on purpose, or did it just stop? Uh, I don't know. It's a great question. <laughs> so, anyways, we're, we're talking about D&D um, and why we, we, we do and don't play. So, we, I, I had this DM, right? And... Anybody that knows 5th edition will understand this, is that uh, you have, you know, modifiers and things plus whatever to hit and blah, 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 right? And we were playing, and I had a plus 9 to hit as a level 3 archer because of how I set it up. Not that I was trying to make it OP or anything, um, but they were a monster slayer, and they had this, and, like, it was a straight-out, like, good roll set from the get-go. It was all in the open. I was not trying to be OP, right? That's not how it was. So we get rolling. Um, they're like, okay, there's a school out here. In the school, you see it. It's currently uh, being ransacked. You can clearly tell the windows have been broken out. You can see all this stuff. And we all go in to investigate, right? Um, we get inside, and you can hear commotion. You go check out the commotion. Inside, basically, an auditorium. Um, you see these dudes are all, you know, basically ransacking, appear to be looking for something. And you see one guy sitting out, seems to be directing it, right? My response, my character, was built around... Um, stopping injustice, right? And to me, that's an injustice. Doesn't matter what it is, they are ransacking. In itself, that means I'm not cool with it. It's a no-no. It's a no-no, right? It doesn't matter what the reason is. If you're actually searching for something, you're going to have, there's a way to do it. Ransacking, I'm not in. Um, so right, I said, so you're you're paying attention to key words that she's using. Yeah, right. Or so you thought. Yeah. 
<laughs> so so my answer to that is like I was like okay so do they lug see, them twice do they see us right and she goes no they they don't know you're there yet pop, pop. and I go all right so I knock an arrow and I and I fire right twenty seven to hit oh nice did you miss yeah she goes you missed ooh I'd have been like how that's what I, I said and I go what do you mean I so missed? you rolled in that eighteen yeah with a plus nine mod yeah they don't know you're there. And I miss. Sneak attack advantage. And you miss? Yeah. Like, not you hit him in his leg. I miss. It, like, narrowly missed? No, missed. Like, like there was no arrow he missed? <laughs> yeah. And, and I said, I go, you mean I missed? Right? And and it was like, well, you know, uh, he has a, his armor class doesn't allow for that. Doesn't allow for an arrow so he got that he hit. didn't know. So was he got coming. hit, but he's got on eighteen so, inch armor that so, it just ba-ding. So it killed him and her story was over. Well, no, it's I so the situation is is that didn't play into her narrative. And because it didn't play into her narrative. Yeah, because he's part of the town and he's actually helping so, rebuild after the ransacking, yada yada right. yada. So that yeah, kind of shit. It's a woman. Well, yeah. Um <laughs> so that kind of shit is is the reason I I honestly never let anybody else DM for me. Do you know what the words that are coming out of your mouth mean? Yeah, right. Um, and then same same chick, we did the second session, I let it go. I was like, All right, fine, whatever, right? So like maybe, maybe one time thing. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. So then we go and we I'm a spy. We go into this map thing and, and she was like, Okay, so you find this this uh door on the ground in the middle of this jungle area. Hold on, you're letting her DM again? Oh, this is the same same setup. You don't want to be that Next guy. Day. He let he let it go. He was like, Yeah, whatever. All right, let's go. So we get in there, and it's like, okay, so you get into this room, and blah, 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 and it's big, and and, and uh, you see there's a trap, uh, trap door at the other end. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go over there and check it out, and dex check it, whatever. I get cleared. Uh, so we go down, right? What do you see? Uh, you see at the other end another trap door. Okay, well, I'm going to do the same thing again, and again, and again. She was like, and, and you just keep doing it for a few, a few hours. You just keep going down trap after trap door. So it's the never-ending trap door. Why? Because you're in a wizard's temple. Hey. Where were you? Yeah, no, it was in. It was the middle of the jungle. We found a thing that said X marks the spot. We went to that location. See how this works? This is why D and D for me has gotten ruined. Is that if I play it, I have to DM it. If I can't DM it, then I don't normally enjoy it. Not because I'm I'm this like super chip on my shoulder guy, but because. If if you can't coherently tell me a story, then I'm not fucking in. What was the purpose of going in there? Right. <laughs> I'm still I'm still stuck on that. Like because she wanted you to. Or she was like, "It's a thing you guys could do." Okay, we'll do that. Oh shit, I didn't plan for that. Yeah, the first time I ever DM'd was one for like nine people. I remember at work, right? No. No, we did that later on, but no, it was it was with Kyle Mason, Chris, another Chris, Becca, another Becca. That's ballsy. Uh, Eric, a bunch of people. Nine and person squad. I was shaking. rough. Rough. I was I was scared. Yeah. I was I was a little nervous and I didn't know how to get people together. I should have okay. told them, "Hey, you guys need to come up with a backstory that fits into everyone and you're mm. together so we can all have a nine man party that I don't have to you're in a bar. <laughs> ah, so here's my thing on that one, right? 
Uh, I actually, no, no, no. So here's the thing. Creating player agency is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, And trying to tie nine people's backstory together. No, fuck that. I am out. It's hard. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, no, no, you guys are in a bar. And and so I, well, that's basically. Do you know how the Bible summarizes that? Huh? And suddenly, (laughs) (laughs) well, I I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to do it and they didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And not only that, like everyone was varying. Bunch of novices. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, not only, not just that, but like everyone was varying like enthusiasm about this. Like one girl, she was just there because her boyfriend was there. Mm-hmm. But she was still playing. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. boyfriend, like I, I had to answer like a hundred questions for him. Yeah. And then like the next day when we showed up to play, he brought out a notebook and handed it to me. And I was like, oh, what's this? You're like, you want me to look over your mm-hmm. character? And he goes, that's my backstory. Nope. The whole mm-hmm. thing was filled, and I mean, it was it was good, but I was like, I didn't know that you wanted to get this serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I just threw like a little one shot that could go on possibly. Like, I, I thought this was a onesie. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, that's basically what I built was a, a one off that you're they, asking you're asking for a two year commitment here. Yeah, yeah at I was, least I, I barely. I mean, like you. I I <laughs> we shared one ale. Yeah, I used a world that I had made for a campaign I wanted to do, but I just threw them in a scenario where they would just be mm-hmm. a one shot. And then yeah. if it wanted it wanted to go on, I could then get them on track to be in that campaign setting. So when you yeah. say one shot, you mean like one and done? Yeah. Okay. They just wanted to play once to see if they liked it. Yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. Cool. No Tell problem. me how it feels. So it's like a two-hour, three-hour campaign it, or whatever. That you normally, yeah, one shot. Eight hours. Yeah. Eight, like four to eight was how how we planned it. So let me but ask then. We Nick. never got past. Meeting each other. Oh shit! We I I, I, I got them. Those. I got them all in a in a caravan, like okay. all in one, and they were going towards a city. Okay. They had all so they're in a dodge. Yeah, I basically told them to to come up with a reason of why you would leave your hometown and go to a new city. Okay, and all of them came up with something. So I was like, everyone is together now on this because of one reason. You yeah. left. You're going somewhere. I set up a yeah, fight out in the forest that they they knew something was going on out in the forest. Mm-hmm. And they go towards if they wanted, but then I also told them like I was explaining what they were seeing as I started, and I was like, and then the city's in front of you. The carriage driver is humming to himself, mm-hmm. uh, chewing on some seeds. Everything else is quiet. Mm-hmm. I was like, is there anything you guys would like to do now? None of them said a word for like a minute. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, I understand it's our first time. You know, it's a little, it's a little awkward. I was like, no one has to do voices. You can talk how you want to talk, ask questions. I'm not going to penalize you guys. It's our first time. So can I give you an advice on that one? Go ahead. Create moral imperatives to generate action. Well, Kyle was like, I want to talk to someone. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. And he goes, I send a mind message to someone. That person was <laughs> basically mentally retarded with their roles. <laughs> It was like bad. before or after the role. No, no, no. Like, was like, it so bad they, that he made the guy mentally retarded? When he rolled the that would have been awesome. No. Whenever this person oh, his rolled ability. his abilities, so his abilities, not Kyle's, clear. the person he wanted to talk to, basically from That's their so roles, good. just Sorry. wasn't smart. Sorry. <laughs> and he was like, I want to talk to them. And so he said something to them that only they could hear. They had no idea where it was coming from. And it's dead silent in this carriage. Okay. And they freak out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They basically like, ah, what's going on? And everyone in the carriage freaks out. Like and then Kyle scrat, tries to explain like what he just, Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And so Kyle's like, it was me. I tried I'm doing so it. Dead. Well, there's two people, uh, Chris and Eric, that are both friends in mm-hmm. real life and in the game. And they are together. 
going to this new city. Mm-hmm. They're both thieves. They speak thieves camp. They're all mm-hmm. also both both Mexican. Which is also jive, by the way. It's in case you're jive? Curious. No. You know what jive is, right? Like, you ever see Airplane? You jive, you dig? Uh, if you ever is seen that, the movie Airplane? It, it's a real language. She, it she, was a bonics before bonics. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm asking. Is that what uh, thieves can is? You, but, yeah. Is that what thieves can is? Kind of racist. <laughs> Is that what Thieves Can is? You know a lot of people flew it. Uh, I do, but it's not so much that is that the term of bonics is mean black people speak. It's really a racist comment. Well, no. What I'm <laughs> saying is that a bonics and jive are mm-hmm. similar. Not that they're from the same people group. Jive is a term of a cultural thing where a bonics is literally meant to speak towards people ebony colored. It is a racial thing. Well, both of these characters are Mexican, and they both speak Spanish. Because it it's sure, self, I'm good with that. Because <laughs> it identifies as racist. If you call so, it is a the bonus. term itself racist? Yes. Uh, so th- this came to t- okay. So because see, this is the issue I have. So so like, the if term, a thing is racist, so, I don't have a problem with that. But yeah. Like, am so I, I being st- racist by using racial terms? Yes. So like, I found see? out. No, no. So let me explain it this way. So Brittany called me out on this similar thing, and I started looking into it, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize these many terms are slang but slang uh, oppressive terms so i said okay. that this person gypped somebody okay okay so gypped is relation to gypsies in which gypsies, case right it, it means that you are literally uh screwing somebody over right, as a gypsy right. right so she was like no no that's that's a, a slur right if you say somebody People gypped soft. it it's like you you jewed somebody Understood. People soft. Right. So saying abonics is is like saying you jewed somebody. I don't know. I've never looked at it like it that. It is. No, it well, literally no, no, no. is, though. I get what you're saying, and I can see how it can be like that, but like, we'll take it, my grandpa, for we example. We take it culturally here in the U.S. So as, do all black people speak the same language? No. So then how No, can, no, but that is the term that is used to say a black person speaks that way. So regardless of the language being spoke, if the person's skin color is ebony, therefore they speak ebonics? The term ebonics is made towards that, in which case if you say somebody speaks jive, jive is a cultural thing that happened around the 70s. I so, would. So here's here's the you issue I have. You don't have to be black to speak no, I understand. jive. Right. But if no, you I say somebody that. speaks ebonics, that means it is targeted at black people. I, I see how that is. I don't you know. see, I don't, no. I don't, I don't think that black people identify as African American. Sure. Black culture. Right. Whenever they're from Australia. Right. No, I agree. They with have you. a completely different culture. But so they also don't so speak abonics there. But they are of ebony skin. Correct. So whatever they speak is abonics. No. No, is that it's a it's a term used against them not here in the U.S. Ebonics does not exist anywhere except here in the U.S. So did black people use it to no. identify themselves? White people use it to identify people speaking black in tongue. You're sure about that? Yes. That white people were the ones that came up with I don't know if it was white people specifically, but it's like if you so said somebody speaking ident- Jap. No. That's, it is. No, because saying someone's black isn't a race. It's it's not an origin. Right. It's not an ethnos. It, no, no. Right. But the term ebonics is a slur against how somebody speaks. So if you know a person is black by their voice, you say they're speaking ebonics. 
No. No. I wouldn't say that. If no. I if I could tell someone black is from their putting, voice, it's pig Latin. It's putting Izzy Shizzy and Farizzy behind yeah. whatever. That's yeah. that's a bonics. Like, no, that's not a bonics. Like how what I, is it then? A bonics is literally no. Tell me what what I just said. What how Snoop Dogg speaks? Yeah, that is not a bonics. No. Is what you're saying? Correct. Because that's what I've always understood to be a bonics. No, no, a bonics is. Ebonics is quite literally like the the easiest way to hey man, correlate doing? it is um, if, if you want to backdate it, it, it's the uneducated speak of black people. I'm going to have to do some research on do that. It. No, and I, I encourage you to that. do it because that's how I found out about it is because I said Jip and I got railed. The way on it. I looked well, at Ebonics is. So you looked up Ebonics as well as Jip? And then all these other terms that I didn't know about. Okay. You know, I knew about Jew. I knew if you said, "Oh yeah, I Jewed that person," I get that. I saw. I think right? that's like a dated thing. I've never heard that. You've never heard? No. Yeah. Saying you've Jewed someone. Yeah, that means that you've it means cheapened. You're well, yeah, I, I understand what it means, but like, I yeah. don't, I've never heard it used in yeah in conversation. Like, I I say gypped all the time. Yeah. Don't gyp me, bro. Come on. Yeah. yeah. That's gypsy me. Yeah. In which, which case, to me, that's that's like it. No longer, in my opinion, although again, I'm not. What, gypsy people are Greek, aren't they? No, they're nomadic culture. Okay. I'm not that. Technically from so, Belarus, that area. Well, I'm not that. Yeah. So it to the me, Caucasus. it's like it doesn't hold a meaning anymore than what it could have. Yes. And it still can. But, but does the person define the word? Does the word define itself? So, again, I'm not saying that you're a bad person for using it. Just take it as a... <laughs> I rebuke that. <laughs> I don't Take care. it as an no interesting... No a good person. Well, take that as an interesting point to look into because it is a growth No, I fully... Because, well, again, no, I, I, fully I got railed people... on, on the word jip, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that that was a bad thing because I was just unaware. I was ignorant, and that's the way it is. Well, it, how many how many gypsy people do you know? None, and that's why I thought it was... Okay, like, so, I never put it in context. So, so to be ignorant of something... And to have someone rebuke you because you're using it unintentionally mm -hmm. and they're the one that's educated. Is it for the educated to turn up their nose and tell you that you're being a bigot or is it for them to educate you? Right. And that's what I'm trying to help you with. No, is, is that I'm not saying you're a terrible person. I think that you probably were unaware that that is a thing that that is a, an issue for people. Well, here the biggest lie the world has ever told is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I agree with you. It, it's, it's absolute, utter, and complete farce. And that's I why I no longer use sarcasm. Like, I, I oh, really I do. Uh, well, I know. But, <laughs> but literally, sarcasm is meant to deceive others. And so if your intent is not to deceive, why would you ever use sarcasm? I don't think that's meant to deceive. Uh, um, come on now. I, I, I think, will throw I think, out. Like, it's what's the intent? Use, I think the normal use of it, like, Whenever I think so, if if I was going to use sarcasm like I do currently, sure, it's usually in a context to draw attention to people's blatant fallacy. Do they always see it? No, of course not. That's the that's why sarcasm is there. To what? To draw out the blatant fallacy. But do they always catch the sarcasm? No, and then you have to explain it. So what's the purpose behind the sarcasm? Right. Obviously. No, I, I understand where you're coming from, <laughs> but I use sarcasm to draw blatant fallacy. That's what I do. Well, I mean, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, for sure. I so, used to use it to make myself feel smart because people are dumb. Oh, I'm not smart. Um, That's why I said use the most popular to, one. to make myself feel yes, smart because yes, yes, yes. I wasn't. The most yeah. popular one. All right, Wendell. 
How many quarters are in a dollar? That was the greatest day of my life. I've still in which this is one. not something like I, I I'm like mad about. <laughs> That's very funny. I, I was not being sarcastic at it's, all though. It's just how I was you being did it. very it's blunt. Just, it's just how you did it. It's like you added four flourish. quarters, Wendell. Four. That's why it, it, they're it's quarters. Like, no, you, you were like you were like hmm, how many quarters in a dollar? One, two. Three See, and I was like, is, I get it. And this is an exaggeration, <laughs> not sarcasm. It's, it's not a much, slight though. exaggeration. <laughs> it's not far. Yeah, no, it's, it's, exaggeration. it's a slight. I'll agree. All right, so let's get back that to that other D and D conversation. So, no, I don't so no, no, it's fine. Oh, uh, uh, so they both uh, speak uh, Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the word? Yeah, it's Hispanic? Spanish, Latin, Spanish. Um, and so Latin they wanted American. to use Chiefs sure. can't. Yeah, as, as that and I was like okay that's cool I don't speak it though as so a you just have to give me a TLBR it? of it uh, about like I just said <laughs> listen I don't know where you stop it we're gonna keep going on this goddamn conversation well, I, I'm gonna move this maybe I'm doing it by accident um, I don't are. think I am am I though yeah we stopped well we stopped because no one ever had the time and it was such yeah, a big group Nobody but like Eric and, Eric and Chris are really good players they what don't, is a good they, player though well I, that that can be, I don't know what the word is. That's that's up to mm-hmm. everyone's own personal opinion. Right. Your perfect player is different I, than mine. I'm, I don't know, but you you know what I'm saying. Like your perfect person that plays mm-hmm. is different than mine. That's different than Nick. So let's let's shift gears a tiny tiny bit then into that same conversation. So then um, you you did that and you kept DMing. Why did you keep DMing after that? I didn't keep DMing them. I keep I moved you, to the work. Went to a different group. I went yeah. to a different group. Um. I don't know. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed telling stories mm-hmm. and getting people into that mm-hmm. that range mm-hmm. of like I'm explaining something and I want them to do it, and the challenge. I think it's the challenge of trying to get them to do what I so want them to do. You then want somebody to play your story? Yes, but I also okay. recognize the fact that it's not just me mm-hmm. that's getting. In, in satisfaction of this, it's the players, and they want to have their own story too. So, Nick, I've never played a game where you DM'd, right? And I quit playing long before we met. Uh, no, you played with Billy for a while. You and I knew each other. You were playing with Billy on when you was lived. I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did I said it? Okay. You were a player though. I was a player, right? Yeah. Yeah, Billy was our DM there for a while. I forgot yeah, about that yeah. aspect. And then you also played with uh, Elkins, I think, was one of the other players you guys have yeah, played but, with. So Elkins. Yeah, we so, knew each other during the time. And Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Mike James. Mike James. What is that guy doing uh, currently? Being drunk. Is I mean, like, yeah, I sure. No but like. I saw I saw him make a post on Facebook the other day. I just is, say that. I assumed he's under a bridge somewhere. Day. No, Jen. Eh. Okay. Well, anyways, so I've Sorry. never played with you as a DM. When was the last time you legitimately oh, DM'd? Oh, man, that was 2001, Have you thought about doing it again, then? Out of no. curiosity. No? Okay, why not? What What, no. what is that uh, bridge there? Never really. Uh, most of the people that I hang out with now that play Dungeons & Dragons, most of them are pretty well versed much more so than i am so i'm not i'm not used to the material anymore i'd have to revamp all that Mm -hmm. it's just not something i'm because i I would i would want to do it with a so can i say that you fell out of love with it is that fair Uh, i fell out of the season where i prioritized it i'd say that fair i mean that i mean 
Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't that I was ever because Dungeons and Dragons as a kid was like I said off limits. It was like the Simpsons in our house, you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing where mm-hmm. it was untouchable. Yu-Gi-Oh! And then Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, <laughs> couldn't touch Yu-Gi-Oh! Harry Potter. We're not friends. Susan couldn't watch Harry Potter. Why? Witchcraft. So. Oh, you're um, talking about okay, okay. I thought you meant like she refuses no, now no, to watch no, it. No, no, she loves that. I was gonna say like no, why? That's so, so weird. So yeah, no, so um. It wasn't that it was untouchable or anything like that for me or that it was it, it was just the people that I hung out with that I did it with all the time. Mm-hmm. I quit spending time with. It mm-hmm. was the Influences. falling out of community. It's the rest of it that came less to play. than the other. The the outside the game thing. Right. Yeah, because those guys that I would do Dungeons and Dragons with, I mean, I was spending 5 days out of the week with. God. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were in high school, getting yeah, ready for true, college true, true, true. and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So, I mean, it was, and then Billy and I lived together. Yeah, I remember that. You know, I didn't have to make a lot of sacrifices to make that happen. Yeah. But, I mean, even whenever I was staying with Zhang, they used to do a group together. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I saw that group. Nope. I'm so, here's my thing. And, like, in, in no way, shape, or form do I want to downplay that I was good at the game or, or talk myself up. I want to, I want, I was adequate at what I did. Is that fair? Wendell? Yeah. Okay. So it, not that I was good, not that I was bad, but I will say that I really, really did enjoy it because I liked the, the mental game of it. I like to see what people would do. And that's what really drew me to it. Um, and when we're talking about DMing and doing that entire thing, um, I, I didn't like getting in there and having people who were super strong-willed on having to do X, like, I have to kill a player, like he was talking about. Like, get the fuck out of my building, right? Like, that's not what I'm here for. You know, but I do like to set the moral imperative, and that's what I was talking about earlier. One of my favorite sessions I've ever started with was this, is that you guys uh, hanging out in the tavern, because you can um, and you hear a commotion out in the street, and you guys all walk out to the streets, and you can see a crowd starting to gather around a house, um, and you can see two orcs banging on the door right now trying to get in. Um, as you guys are watching, you see the door is kicked in. Um, you begin to run that direction uh, in, in assuming you know something crazy is about to happen, and as you're running towards it, you can hear the crowd yelling, get him, get that fucker. What do you want to do? Right, and people are like, do we let the orcs into the building or do we see what happens, right? That's a very, very immediate draw on both sides of it, right? There's there's a very, very immediate, do we try to step in when we see this injustice happening of some kind or other or do we let it go? Well, you bring it to a point of conflict. Automatically. You have to decide whether you're going to be involved mm-hmm. then the next question is if you're involved are you for the orcs or against the orcs or so what is the situation do you have time to figure it out yeah is there time for an assessment is there time to sit back and watch or yeah. you know is, is life on the line you know there's a lot of questions to be asked and so what you're doing with that is you're stimulating a lot of immediate conversation that has mm-hmm. to be had and yeah. so that's you're, you're leading the player which is what your storytelling yeah you're do. creating you're agency the story. well you're yeah. creating agency they have something they have to do well, it's yeah. not it's not yeah. do you want to do something it's what are yeah, you, you going to yeah, do yeah don't ask people what they want to eat tell them what they're going to eat or are you going to eat you or are you going to go starve oh you want to know the best way to figure out 
how to go where you're going to go eat as a married couple or just dating couple anytime. Guess where I want to go eat. Because whenever they guess. Yeah, guess where I want to go eat. McDonald's. Me too? No. Wendy's. How'd you know? Let's go to Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, good. It's good. Boom. Because now you're thinking of me, so you're like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So you think it's my choice. I get, I get what you're saying, because like, if, if you... Mm. With that, What's that with, the whole, with the whole with the whole guess, like you're you're I will in my opinion, you asking me is you're like I'm writing on Wendell knowing enough about me to know where I would like to go eat or like the places that I enjoy. Your decision now has weight. Yeah. And, and then merit. I'm like, okay, now what is he feeling on a Tuesday mm-hmm. it night? It matters. Right. So then um That's why you're a good friend, Wendell. Right. So with the with Just the D and D aspect of it. <laughs> I do want people to honestly take away this conversation if anybody listens because we fucking stopped it seven times. Um, that guy. I want people that want to be around people and learn to understand people to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great personality. What it is is you get to see how people think. Absolutely. And and, and it's it's and, usually and verbalize those thoughts too because it's not like me making the decision. It's like if my character was to do this, this is what my expectation for how they would behave in the situation because and but, like they, they verbalize each sure. step. But at the same time, yeah. There are those of us that play the game and we play a personality. Yes. And there, well so, there's some people who are empathic which enough is something to do that. I want to get onto is do you remember my my character I used to play, my sorcerer, no. Chris. No. Do you remember the pissy bread? Chris the sorcerer. <laughs> I do remember the you pissy You remember pissy bread? Yes, I do. So okay, to get all you right. on this situation. Yeah, I'm on the same page. Yes. <laughs> to me. His name is Chris. No, I don't remember him. My, he had my, pissy bread. I remember that situation. My yes. my character was a, my, my character was a human sorcerer. Jesus Christ. Wild magic. He had, uh, if I, I can't remember correctly, but I, yeah, something happened to his parents. He was an orphan. He was picked up by uh, oh, so he's a DC comic character. Yes, I was, want a D and D game where everybody has happy homes. Uh, one of mine does. I'll I'll talk about it later. Um, okay. So, <laughs> but but he he was picked we up. Do that. Everybody went to private school. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like had how a great, great childhood. Yeah. Never never went. Grow without up. Anything. There is no loss. Grow up. Get ever. married one time. Have seven kids. kids. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's um, the game I want to play. So, Challenge roll. Build the white picket fence. Yeah. <laughs> so he had no. Fuck that. But, you know what's gonna happen is the neighbor walks in and he goes. Your fence is the wrong color, bro. You no, kill him. No, then you get the trampoline, and little Jimmy jumps off and breaks his neck, and now you've got the neighborhood after you. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's why the orcs were banging down the door. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Jimmy the orc. He had he had never had friends. He grew up in a school, and that's it. Like he he never had a child. Yeah, he was, he was Catholic. So he didn't understand like like playful taunting. Like he, like he never got to do that. He got beat when he tried to play pranks on professors. And so he uh, had also had this guard, uh, my friend Mason. I can't remember his name. By the way, what do you think? Is this is this pissy bread Chris? Mm, uh, the sorcerer no. that we're yes. talking about? Yes. So he grew up in a Catholic school. Basically. Was beat his whole life. Yes. And he, he never, he didn't have a child. So he, he has no pee. sense of humor. No, he tried to. He did, but the sense of humor was dry. It was uh, deadpan, dry and deadpan. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. I'm. I'm. So he's my stepfather. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so sure. continue. Well, so okay, yeah. he get. We get into this group, and he's. This and is, I. This is good for ten bucks a case. Yeah. A case. I enjoyed it. 
I haven't hot boxed in a really long time. <laughs> this is definitely better than that experience. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but for a case, goddamn, I'm in. He had, he had gotten with this group, and I don't know. Two fifty at six pack. Whenever I broke this yeah, out, but it's in a four pack. <laughs> it's it's cheaper than I can make it for. It's in a four pack. Yeah. If you can buy ch- cheap beer in a four pack, do it. Yeah. Yeah. No um, shit. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go back and buy. Except more. for Budweiser. Sure. Drink Budweiser. Yeah, I'm tall. I'm talking um, twelve ounce cans. But I don't know how many sessions we had been in a while when this finally came into play. Okay. So I had, I had like it had been established. My guy was now like, although in life threatening situations, living out as a kid, like he he had this huge. So bodyguard. he's maturing in front of us. Yes. Yes. And it, I've got I've personally asked Mason to be my bodyguard, like privately. The other I was character. Like, the other character. I was like, hey, can you be my bodyguard in this? I think it'd be a really cool dynamic. Um, and he was there to protect my ass. An actual player. Yes. So an actual player is playing your bodyguard, yeah. Mason. Yes. Or Mason is Mason playing is, Mason is his name. Okay. Mason is his real So the real bodyguard life is the other guy. Yeah. Okay. And he is to protect me as I go through life learning. And what is he? You're a human wizard. And he's he was a, a he was a fucking nine foot yeah built orc. Yeah. Uh, he he was saved. Super I, tank. I saved him. I saved yeah. him. Yeah. Super tank. Yeah. Um. And so that's what I use. I don't know what, but I think we were just goofing on Kyle, not his character's name, but him as a person that day. Another Kyle, same Kyle, same Kyle. And he was very, he was very upset about something. Kyle's not invited to ours. No, he's emo hard. (laughs) He was, he was very upset about something. And I was Kyle. Huh? He's Kyle. He didn't have enough Red Bull or monster punch balls. (laughs) I'm sorry, Kyle. That's me. Uh, I know you don't like those jokes. <laughs> so, but but we were. But goof- you love monster. <laughs> we were goofing on him about something, and I was just trying to cheer him up. So I thought if I did something funny as my character, it would cheer he him would up. He would giggle, right? So I'm like I'm like running things through my head. Okay, what would my character do in this situation to make Kyle laugh? And this, I think, this is right after that city we we basically got burnt to the fucking ground. <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> Where you had the orc stampede. The orc stampede. And I was like, no, we're going to stand and fight. And then like we were like fucking around with this There kid. were like seven people, and they were going to stand and fight an orc I said, army. fuck it. Let's fight them. The horde. Yeah, yes. I said, fuck it. Let's fight them. Yeah. Like two million. Uh, no, it's like 150 versus like six. I think we could have done it. Um, <laughs> so like two million. I think we, I think, I think we could have done Might it. Might as well have been. But, yeah. but I think it was right after this. So he was very upset about something. And yeah, so I went the habit to... of like simple, simple things of like, hey, talk this thing through. No, fuck that. I kicked the guy in the knee and I piss on his face. That's what happens when you have a nine foot tall. You're orc. like, <sighs> he was reserved. You feel invincible. He was reserved. Yeah. Um, it wasn't him that was causing the issue. It would be like, it was mainly me. Yeah, like, it yeah. was reserved. I was you were kid. walking. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd well, be no. walking around like yeah. cocksock. Uh-huh. Let's see what I can do to piss everybody off. Like, all right, we'll That's, do this. That was my character. Like, he was he was finally able to, like, be free and not, like, have, like, his professor. So he's just doing dumb shit. Well, yeah, he was lashing I'll, out. I'll tell another story. Not tell. Well, so, so how do we get to piss bread? I'm, like, thinking um, up with this cool idea, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, what do I do to, like, cool make everyone idea. laugh? How is that a And I go, idea? Brandon, is there a baker in town? And he goes, yeah, you uh, you look around for a bit, and you, you kind of notice that there's a sign, and there's a baker there. All right, I go in, and I buy two loaves of bread. Fresh. Still smell them. Delicious warm bread, side of butter. <laughs> and I go up to Mason's character, and I'm like, hey, I need you to piss on this bread. He's my bodyguard, and he's bound to do what I tell him to do. He pisses on that bread. And then I use presentation to make it. Presentation. Yes, that one. And I make it smell, look, 
and feel yeah, completely you can, clean. You can completely make it look fine. however you want to make it look. The thing yeah. is, is we're not allowed to metagame. So Kyle knows that that bread has been pissed on by a nine foot orc. <laughs> but, and I made him eat it. I said, hey, I just bought some bread. Would you like some? And I take a bite out of my bread and put it back in my bag. Yeah, and then he the, goes, the I would love loaf. some. So I reach in and I grab a chunk of that, the pissy bread, and pull it out as if it's the same <laughs> loaf. And I hand it to him. And ever since then, he would never accept piss. Or you never accept. Well, <laughs> no yeah. Shit, he, yeah. He would never accept bread. The thing is, though, is this like. This piss tastes like bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, that's yeasty. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't remember if it like affected him in any way. But so if, no, you're, asking me, if yeah. you're asking me if I want to play D&D, I would for you. I appreciate that. I'm not asking if you want to play D and D. It's just an interesting rise of culture. And if we do play D and D, which I'm I'm always down for, um, I want it to be a storytelling game, not a I hit shit to win game. Because like, yeah, I'm not looking for a carnival ride. I I don't. You can't win D and D. I need an amusement park. If I do anything ever D and D, and and I've been thinking about this, the the entire thing it doesn't have to be a long arc arching storyline you know and and this is literally um we're almost done here um i've been thinking about this for a while you know what i really want to do i want to open the players up to a world of their own creation i mean that as in i don't want to be the only storytelling piece right and the issue i have with D &D mostly nowadays is that if i if i dm you're playing my story Mm -hmm. right i don't want you to play my story I want you to help build the story. With my work group, I did something like that. Each mm-hmm. character, I'm, I'm, I wanted everyone. I don't since, want backstory. So here's what well, I was thinking, with, with and then you can play it. Yeah, is I would have them have a backstory, and then after each session, normally I would pick one of them and sit down and be like, "Hey, that was really cool what you did. Mm-hmm. How would you like that to progress? Like you just talked to that person real quick, but it was a really cool moment. Would you like something to happen there? Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, "Ooh, that'd be really cool if we." Saw him later on, and I kind of took their opinion and, and worked into the story if I could. So the, I did something like that. The the theoretical concept I had in my head, if I was going to start another game, uh, would be very, very, very simple. And I have no problem telling it, right? So very simply put, is that you guys are street urchins. You're you're people without means, anything like that, right? You've grown up doing your thing. You have no classes. You have nothing. I'm Aladdin. Sure. Exactly. I've also wanted to do something like well, that hold where on. you start out as a citizen. Yes. You don't have something class at all. But then what happens is that your options are you can join the military or you, you find a guild and somebody help treat you whatever, good, well, whatever. Oh, trade job or military. Yeah. Hmm. So you guys all get into this, this trade job. You get into this uh, entire concept or whatever, right? And, and very simply put is that it is a guild of some kind. Um, and your first day on the job... Uh, guild leadership all gets murdered. You guys are now in charge of the guild. Good luck. Let. What do you want to do? Jeez, that's spooky. No, it. That's it. That's as far as it goes. Right. Like, how do you continue from there? Right. Somebody automatically is going to take lead in that group. Somebody automatically is going to say, "Do we continue on? Do we go to find documents? Do we try to figure out what the guild supplies are? Do we do this, or do we just abandon posts and we get out on our own?" I don't know. What, what the fuck you want to do? Is there an imminent threat? You don't know. Take all the money, get drunk. You're, is there an imminent threat? If it's under me, you're going to have a moral threat, most likely. I'm going to search. 
Yeah, no, if, if it's me, you're so if inventory. there's if there's a guild, that means the guild has enemies. Doesn't matter what guild it is. Doesn't matter what industry it is. It could be a competing industry. It could be it could be anything that would be a competing concept. Sure. But this has been your way of life. This is what created your whatever character you built. Sure. So do you preserve it? Do you change it? Do you shape it in your own image? Do you try and continue on the image it was on? I don't know. That's a pretty cool idea. Right, and you turn it over to the players, and then you craft your story based on what they want to do with that. Sure. Right? It's not me creating a story for you. It's... Well, but you see, that's what I'm saying. So if I was ever to get back into DMing, Mm -hmm. I would want to be so well-versed in the lore and the mm-hmm. characters and stuff like that where i have an idea mm-hmm. to where i mean unless you're just creating your own using the standard or whatever yeah the the handbooks yeah. <clears throat> however you decide to do that but you know with the material that's out there i would just want to have an idea so that when they made choices i would have an educated option for them but you yeah. know just yeah from yeah. everything that i've done i'm able to tell a story i just want to make sure it's within the parameters of the game well, and that's the thing. Uh, Chris Perkins actually did a really good thing about the DM. Uh, he was actually, everybody's been reading books on Twitter with this whole shutdown sure. thing about, you know, whatever, and he read the DMG. And he was talking about how the DM decides if uh, if a rule exists or not. No, I get that. Well, no, it's not It's not just the, you know, you're, you're trying to create a, a story and atmosphere or whatever and how things fit in the universe. Is that... It, if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And you are in charge of that. No, decision. I understand. They're they're like guidelines. Uh, they're 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 less than guidelines. You know, right. they're they are uh, suggestions. It was, it was the Pirates of the Caribbean reference. I yes. got it. They're more I got like it. don't worry. All right, I appreciate yeah. that. They're, they're more like guidelines anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're absolutely suggestions. Rules, so they're more like guidelines. Um, so adhere to the code. I don't know if I'll ever, uh, and I don't want to say ever. I don't know if I will. So I would be more interested in doing like period pieces. Interesting. What do you mean? So, like, have a setting in ancient Egypt. I don't know if I would want to do, like, time travel or if I would want to. Because most of the time, you know, you're set in the medieval, medieval you know, knights yeah. of Lord, uh-huh, dragon, uh-huh. stuff like that. You know, I'm yeah. talking just, like, move it through history. I've wanted to do a... So, uh, I... Go ahead. I was going to say, I wanted to do a uh, a modern, like, now. Mm-hmm. But in... It was going to... It was based off a video game called Stalker. And it mm-hmm. was based in that part of Russia. And you had to, like... You could go anywhere in the world. Like, you could come back to the United States and do shit. But it was based there, and you are you were supposed to do everything there. I never ran it, but so, I wanted to do a modern piece. I, I've looked at the, not time travel per se, but I, I have looked at the... Um, so there it was, could be either or. Well, no, there was a concept that somebody was talking about that I really like the idea of. And it's not necessarily time travel, but it is the, uh, let's say you create a lineage... Right, and then you you fast forward two hundred years on that lineage, Ooh. and then you do that again, and you play two or three uh, uh, levels, no levels. Right, I mean, and so then, basically, you're talking like Assassin's Creed kind of thing, ish. Except but, but without for, the without the like literally doing it in life, not going through the Matrix. And yeah, all yeah, that it, it's quite literally like so. And I was reading on it, and, no, and I what I loved about it is that nobody has as many adventures as a character normally does. Mm-hmm. So right. So what if you knew about your great grandfather had this crazy thing happen, and then your dad had this crazy thing happen, and then you have these things happen, and you tell your kid about it, 
right? And it's like it's these small events that carry through time. Well, and what's cool about that so, is you get a revamp of character with backstory every time you do it. Yeah, yeah, and I it was like, a it was a cool idea. Now, whether it be uh, ancient Egypt or wherever you put it, it doesn't you can start really matter. Wherever you want you can go ancient Greece. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter I mean, where you, you put it. it but anywhere. I I like the idea of being able to you yeah. craft the first one and then you craft your the story yeah. your grandfather told you or your father told you and then you craft the story you told your son and then you, so on and so forth and I was like that that's cool that's a good way to do it because yeah. if you didn't like the character you played guess what next time you have completely different attributes yeah you get to play a new character every time right yep. but you you have this lineage sure and that that was a cool idea to me yeah so. no I, that's basically what I'm saying is you're getting you know out of the Orcs versus elves versus yeah. dwarves. You know, dwarves. Well, thing. I like the yeah. uh, the common age. Like, did you guys ever watch the movie Bright with Will Smith on Netflix? Very good, dude. A it was people, cool. I, a lot of people hated it. Was it. Good. I enjoyed it. A lot of people shit on it. It mm. was good. I thought it was very well done. Yeah. No. And not only was it well done, but I loved the uh, the fact that like they it was still extremely relatable. Everything made sense to me. Like, you know, the the orcs being ostracized Mexican culture thing going on. And then, like, I hate pixies and elves. and super up. It was all super relatable. Like, you knew exactly when you heard high elf, you're like, okay, those are the rich bitches. You know, and then you heard the orcs and you're like, okay, those bitches are ostracized. They're boys. Yeah. You know, you knew it all. It was so familiar enough that it was so well done that whoever wrote it, definitely knew knew their fantasy novels yeah sure sure well and i i think that's kind of the you know the the Does tongue else have heartburn by the way no okay i do i do gotta pee though i appreciate is you. that the coffee i think so probably it's hitting you weird mm-hmm. sorry bro uh but yeah. um i think it was very well done um i think that um social tension obviously at any point in history mm-hmm. is going to have its place. But, I mean, especially right now with the oversaturation from both extremes and you've got the pendulum swinging back and forth every day and then you've got people in middle, middle America, mm-hmm. you know, like yourself, that don't have a popular stance mm-hmm. necessarily within the people group that you live with. But I, I think a lot of us are in the same boat. We just don't even know who to trust anymore. It's Fair. one of these things that, I mean... I hear your sources and you hear my sources mm-hmm. and we're both going, neither one of this is good. No. Yeah. This is, this is all crap. Mm-hmm. And, and so whenever it comes to this, I think there's an awakening or an enlightenment or mm-hmm. an awareness, whatever you want to talk about. And I think that goes individually. And like we were mm-hmm. talking about between ethnic and politic, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the masses also, because I fully believe that we're social creatures. And so I think that, things happen in groups mm-hmm. and I think that has more to do with proximity than it does tradition mm-hmm. because once you get outside of the tradition mm-hmm. you know you it's, a, it's, a, it's a new thing and so I think this is what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of tradition being eradicated mm-hmm. not necessarily where we don't participate but we don't hold it as holy or as necessary in order to get the point across go ahead i was i would say as from a and this might be mean from a younger person tradition is seen more as a fad 
Like, mm. like seeing, which, which like, is literally like, the opposite of what a tradition is. I was <laughs> yeah. gonna say, well, like, like, that is like, the worst but, analogy well, like, I've ever. What heard I mean in my by life. that is, no, is I like, completely understand. Is like, I don't. I see, I see, like something my grandpa did as tradition, and I go, I'd only do that because I think it's cool, not because it's tradition. It's family. We do that. I go, it's yeah, cool. They otherwise, individually otherwise, why, why would I, like I ever this do that? Conversation. So let's end this episode real quick. I gotta pee. I gotta go. Yeah. Do you gotta go? Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of plans tomorrow. Yeah. What so, do you What do you got going on, Nick? Yeah, I gotta get back to the house. Oh, okay. It's one of those. But, so then, um, let me ask one question. Then, though, okay. then what is the difference between fad and uh, tradition? Then, well, I mean, a fad is just something that's here and gone. Bell bottom jeans. A tradition is something that normally sticks around because of significance and importance. So I think what he's trying to communicate is that tradition holds no value. It might as well be a fad mm. because yeah. they're equating it as even though beforehand you would say tenure or tradition or time mm. spent mm -hmm. has a value. Mm -hmm. So many things have been disproven that now what used to be taken for granted as valuable mm -hmm. his generation is weighing individualistically mm. is that accurate mm -hmm. so the only issue i have with that conversation is it's relative <laughs> no no it's not that it's relative is that um Tradition is effective in the fact that uh, that is the way mm -hmm. humanity has survived, yeah. whereas fad is social norms that come and go. Mm -hmm. So farming would be a tradition, and that's not a fad. No, I, I would agree. I would say, well, take it like I, I, I've told you before. You're looking at the pure definition of the word, in I, which case you are correct. What I do. No, no I, I get that. You're very... Yeah, yeah, much into that, and that's yeah. why I appreciate and love you. He's trying to use it as an analogy. Yeah, no, I know, I get not it. as the actual meaning. Yeah, no, I get it. I understand. Like, I'm just like, saying, is that it's the thought that... for thought, not the word for word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well. the, like the tradition of farming. I mean, it's needed 100 percent. How else we eat? We right. don't. But but I, you see, he weighs it out because think... it allows him to eat, not because mm -hmm. it's a tradition. Like I don't have to. Like, my grandma, it. whenever she was younger, it was you had a garden. Yeah. Otherwise, you didn't have certain things. I think it's to locationally me, I can go defined to the store. as well, though. But That's yeah. what I meant relationally. It, it's how it like, relates to the individual mm -hmm. as to whether or not it has tangible right. value. So here's that. an interesting question. Is television tradition for you? No. No, you think it's television is a fad? Well, no, I don't think it's a fad. It's obviously something that's going to stay around probably so forever. So it's a tradition for you? It's not for me. I would say entertainment is the tradition, not television. Yeah. It's just the newest fad. Sure. Cause so what, it's a fad what, as part of a tradition? You, Correct. Okay. What would you, like, how would you, when I think television is probably me looking at it literally is sitting down and watching TV. Not sure. sitting down and watching it on my phone or sitting down and watching I it on my television laptop. television is not the term television, but entertainment built for viewing on a... So well, is then, a movie theater a television? Yes. Well, then in See, that case... that's not a television. Uh, but sure. but in that case, then then I'm just saying, the that's a screen. Is, it's a yes, remote viewing screen. Because I would look, is. I would look at it based on what it is. Entertainment, then entertainment's a tradition. But all entertainment comes and goes. Like we don't we don't yeah, watch the same thing we used built to. Built into entertainment. Correct. Yeah. yeah, we're we're past the Coliseum. I mean, are you not? <laughs> I mean, bring it back. No. If two if two death row inmates want to no. go at it, why not? I've actually thought no. about this. No, no, I've value, honestly thought about this. The intrinsical value of human life cannot be sold in entertainment. 
I disagree with you. But what if they're what if they consent? No, no, no. I, it's not because of that, but I, I do disagree with you there. Um, to the death? I didn't say to the death. If they want, if so, I'm okay with MMA. Sure. There is the potential for death in MMA. And they both consent to going in there, knowing that one of Nobody them could die. in the UFC has ever died. But I'm not but it could they have. I said the potential for death is there. But is they're, there? Yes. They're, they're so. Am I okay with people fencing with sharp edges? No. No, I'm not okay with this. So I mean, it, it depends on what you're talking about. I, I guess. am okay with. Let's say you have an inmate set. You know, whatever population. Take your your money on that one. And say, hey, listen, guys, uh, you have two options. You can keep living out the cell that you have, or you could do X, Y, and Z and possibly become famous. Does it shorten your sentence? No. Do you do you enjoy what you do? Absolutely. Do you have the option? It doesn't matter what it is. Let's and then say what do you do? Well, no, no, let's 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 take it away from combat sports. Right? So death race. No, fuck death race. No. I want it. Let's let's go this route. No, Wendell. Right? Should a, a inmate be able to be a professional bodybuilder and show at competition? Technically, he has an unnatural. No. He has a Why? he has an advance advance on other people because that's all he has to do all day. It doesn't matter. But he's not allowed to do it twenty four seven. But he also cannot use anything else to actually improve it. He's still limited to. That brings me up to another thing. I think we should allow enhancements in sports. I Why not? Yes. No. There's a lot of reasons not because they'll kill each other. Yes. That's what I want. No, have you have you <laughs> not looked at brain injuries at this point? Human if life. You, if, if, no, if no, this is this no, is why. No, Wendell. If you want to no. do it, what, you're, you're literally not? you're literally talking to the guy that is anti-abortion. So you're so, not going to get me to say yes to death row people killing death row. People. But if they I'm not okay. I didn't say death row killing death row, but I do think that they should be able to use for their own entertainment if they agree and this for a situation that is not negatively impacting their life. So I would argue that they are there for rehabilitation and that is personal and creating purpose is rehabilitation. True. But creating purpose through violence. I didn't say violence. I said take that out of the aspect. Well, no, weightlifting is not violence. It's against it's personal improvement. But it's also an attack on the physical person. I disagree. You can use it tomato, for tomato. Part. You can use it for their purpose. So, so is it is it is a handgun personal defense so or is it offensive? Here, here's Both. the thing. Which one do you prefer it to be? <laughs> it better uh, be offensive. So do you, do you is a good offense. do you outlaw guns because they're offensive? No. So, so do you, do you keep somebody from from bodybuilding? So I'm okay with somebody? them lifting weights. Yes. I'm okay with them bodybuilding while they are in prison. I am not yes. okay with them competing or holding a title in that time because they're paying that debt. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, they cannot... I think it teaches a higher purpose. So you're saying give them jobs Give them purpose. Not jobs, purpose. Jobs come and go, purpose does not. Is, is, so is you is being in the ministry... No, is you is being in the ministry a job? Purpose? No, fuck that. Is you being in the ministry a job? Define job. Do you get paid for it? No. Do they have to get paid for it? Did I say they were going to get paid for it? To compete is to receive reward. So whether or not it's monetary, can do they compete as amateur? Do you receive reward doing what you do? Absolutely. Okay. So it's a job then. You said it was monetary. Are we changing the definition? No, I'm making the same points. I didn't say pay the guys. 
No, I, I said compete against yes. people that are not in the same. Are you saying so? There are penal baseball leagues. There yeah. are penal football leagues right. where they allow these people to compete against themselves. For sure. So for that, that's different. I'm saying where they can actually so, go out into society yeah. and compete against those. Athletes. My point is, is that for entertainment or not? I wouldn't watch it. Why? I would. I just wouldn't watch it. So if there was a prison, I don't. Football I don't. League, I don't. I don't. Prison so, football league, so, you wouldn't so, watch. So, so here's the difference. I've, I'm way different now. Five years ago, absolutely, I was watching every sport that was like I would, I would mm. literally watch bowling, and uh, not shuffleboard, uh, beanbag toss. Oh, uh, cornhole. cornhole. So I mean, like, I was, I was literally watching like cornhole tournaments and stuff mm. like that. Mm. Like, like it's real exciting television. Yeah. But so it got to the point the where, like, I don't even like schedule time on Sundays to watch. Sure. football or anything like that and it's not that i don't watch it if it's on it's just i don't seek it and so mm-hmm. i don't feel that you're, you're saying while the are you suggesting that this could be a supplementation yeah for what's currently happening but the prison system anyways i feel like we got way off on a tangent we did <laughs> yeah i just <laughs> so i mean i'm not anti i'm all about giving people purpose yes I'm all about redeem, redeeming others. Yes. I believe they need to go through a certain point in the rehabilitation system mm-hmm. to where that's done. But I don't sure. think I don't think a rehabilitation is actually rehabilitating people in the first place. Mm. So that's a whole different point of conversation. It is. Next week. <laughs> Next week on what grinds my gears. Yeah. Wendell, anything to finish with? No. All right. Hey guys, I love you. Be good people. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs>